And we are back. Welcome to another episode of We Escalate. I am Victor Escalante, the producer and co-host I have in the studio, Vicky Cruz, my business partner. Vicky, welcome. Hey, welcome. Thank you, everyone. Welcome to everyone. So last week, we talked about strategic planning. What are we talking about today? Today, we are going to talk about my favorite sales business development. You and I have, as I said before, we have sold millions of dollars in products and services, and we're gonna give away some of our secret sauce, some, something that you won't read in books, something that you won't uh, receive in a training, because these are real life experiences that we live through. That it was the key reason why we got the sale. It's like we did something that was extraordinary or we perceived something that we could position ourselves as the go-to salesperson or go-to company to get the order. So Vicky, talk to us about the sales process. Give us the general mechanics of the sales process. Well, I mean, you have to know what you're selling, right? You got to know the actual process, where you're gonna prospect, you know, what are you going to do to qualify someone, what you're going to present, and when you're going to close? Here's the way I like to present it. Sales process is a, if you think about it, it's four to five steps. The first step is uh, qualifying. Because if you don't do an effective job of qualifying, you could be trying to sell someone that is not interested, someone that does not qualify because either the timing is off, they don't have the money, they are not a good fit for you. And so a lot of salespeople give up careers in sales because they're trying to sell it to the wrong people. So if you spend most of your time qualifying key prospects that you can do business with, sales is, is a piece of cake. Sales is fun and, and you develop lifetime relationships because you service people and companies that need your product and service. So qualifying, then making a presentation, you got to be very good at presenting because if you're not, if you're this boring person, and again, this is what I teach in the sales training processes, is be bold in making statements to be sticky, to stand out, that people remember you long after you pitched them, long after you presented to them, because again, you were so passionate. You were so convinced that that you needed uh, to buy from them or you wanted to do business with them that, of course, they're going to call you. I've had uh, prospects that they call me after they went to their uh, to my competitor and I made such a lasting impression that that they wanted to buy from me. They One wanted me to drop my price. I said, no, I'm not dropping my price. I said, you know my price. It's fixed. I can't do anything about that. He says, okay, I'll, I'll give you the order. I just wanted to make sure that, that you weren't giving me uh, something that I could still get cheaper. So qualify, present, overcome objections, because in the sales process, there's real objections and there's uh, imaginary objections that they're using to just get rid of you, something that they're not ready to buy. And it doesn't mean that they won't buy. It simply means that they're trying to get rid of you because they're not ready to buy or you haven't done a good job of presenting to position yourself to do to be so convincing that again 
they're ready to make the order, sign the order or sign a check for you. And and then the final process is the uh, the closing. The the closing. There's many ways to close, and we're going to give away some of those secrets. So, Vicky, what's the next step uh, as far once we get past the mechanics of the sale? Well, we gotta you know know our product, yes. right? Know our service. Know exactly what we're having a good understanding. The features, you know, what the benefits are, uh, you know, but just putting yourself in that position to to be able to overcome, like you said, Victor, overcome those objectives. Now, you're a sharp salesperson and you were in business development of medical services. Mm -hmm. You have a sixth sense for selling any product or service you ever committed to. What was your sixth sense in selling medical services? that you position yourself to be an expert that people wanted to do business with? Well, I think that, you know, working with the organization that I worked with, I mean, we were huge on making people happy, healthy, and out of the hospital, right? We were big on, um, we had a mission. We knew what we were doing. And what was big on what I did was I had relationship with doctors. I had the COO come down from Chicago at this organization to figure out what was I doing that out that that um, made me outperform across the nation. So what were you doing? I had relationships. Yep. So my um, the I had business partners relationships um, outside um, of going into the prospects, right? Going to those places. So meaning that I was driving with other companies, organizations, okay, that were also in the world of sales, that basically we had the same target. We had the same mission. We were basically going into the same field together, right? But we were just doing different, we had different products and services. That was one. Did you form alliances I that that you leveraged, you leveraged relationships? Leveraged, yeah. We leveraged each other. That was one. Victor. And let me say something about that, because I've even developed relationships with competitors that you know that you're not a perfect fit for everyone. Right. And and if I knew something that was unique about a competitor, I would refer. I would refer uh, uh, different prospects to them. And there was reciprocity because they also understood my unique strength. And so we collaborate. In fact, sometimes... They wanted to hire me. Yeah. Be because again, when you get known for producing results, you become a hot commodity. Exactly. The second thing I did, Victor, was wake up early. There were mornings I was up at five of the five o'clock in the morning to meet the client. So you've got to go above and beyond. Yes. You know, when you are getting the taste and you're getting your, you know, your toes wet in the water. You you're gonna do anything to make that sell. I mean, it's just it's just the way I am. Some people will say, like, what do you do with I was like out there with them. I mean, my prospects were in pantry lanes, five in the morning, waiting for food. Uh-huh. You know, so they had nothing to do. They were just stuck listening to me. You know, I mean, and then of course I didn't make it just about the product I was selling or the service, sure. right? Sure. I came out there with a mission of establishing a relationship because I didn't know what 
the people need. I mean, you know me, I'm a people but person. But you were, you were solving a problem for them. And, and you never gave up on solving the problem. Developing that trust. You know, and, and the thing was, I was okay, honestly, if they did not want to come. But like right. I told them, you're entitled. You can come. You want to come. But you want to come visit us. You want to understand and, um, you know, what, revisit, revisit. You're entitled to that. You're entitled to revisit. But the big thing was that trust you build with the customer. And I would say, listen, you don't got to come today, but, you know, when you're ready. And I would also just listen to what other needs they may have. And that's where the alliances come in. I mean, when you're in this industry, you're wanting to create every alliance and listen to the needs. And mostly when you're working with, you know, the caliber of, of with, you know, the clients we had, it was like, you know, almost they all have the same need, Victor. Yes. They all nice. have it, you pretty know. Nice. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, let me ask you this. How did you uh, find or where did you find these collaborators, these these non-competitive uh, collaborators that you partner up with? Networking events. Networking, Networking events. events. Or I'll just go out into social media or who do you know? Or when I was over at a client's, I'd go visit because some most of the time they had little boards, you know, those little billboards mm -hmm. um, over in the, in the you know, different right. sites. Um, if you're walking into a store, I'm always looking for business cards around, um, finding out using Google, the internet, you know, who are the top 10, who is the, t you know, and so I just found any means of um, resources out there to find out who these people are and, and hustlers. I want the same people who are going to have the same drive. Exactly. The same drive, the same mission, right? Just like you and I, when we work together, yeah. why did you choose? Why did we choose each other? Exactly. Because we're both grinders. We both hustle. We both, we both care about quality. Correct. To not turn out anything that is not quality based. Absolutely. Victor has a drive. Um, he head down. He's head. I mean, I can call him at five in the morning, which I don't. Absolutely. But I have, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'd be at the park walking, thinking, and that was my work, like just thinking and planning. And um, Victor would be grinding. And sometimes uh, I get up at three in the morning and start projects uh, to make sure that they get delivered on time. Absolutely. And his strength may be my weakness. My weakness may be his strength. What have you? We balance each other, right? Yeah. And that is so important is that balance to know. What those strengths are when you pick up, when I drop off, that's why we are VIX and two VIX are better than one, right? Exactly. So you get the two for one and, you know, my strength is those, uh, well, Victor's great. You're pretty good at relationship building too, but I don't know. It's just something about- You're better, okay? Yeah. Yeah. That's your strength. That's my strength. Plus you're better looking. Stop it. No, no, I am. So, no, I'm just joking, <laughs> but I'm not. Okay, so we uh, talked about product, service, and knowledge. Um I was I was gonna get I want to backtrack because yeah. I want to give listeners a a tip that has made me thousands of dollars. Work trade shows, okay? Yeah. Attend trade shows because you make a lot of networks there. Uh, you meet your competitors. You can talk to your competitors if they're displaying. Uh, just get to know them. Get to know them. Develop relationships with them. Uh, talk trade. And uh, and by all means, uh, develop your own network at these trade shows. Attend uh, hospitality suites. Vicky, you ever done that? Oh yeah, all the time. That's where a lot of business is also done. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Uh, th this is where people let their hair down and and they relate to you 
uh, better one-on-one as opposed to being at a, a convention floor. Right. So yeah, that I've made thousands of dollars that way. So what's next, Vicky? So knowing the product is basically the sales techniques, Victor, and strategies. We talked on strategies yes. on our last episode. Yes. So yeah, I mean, techniques and, and strategies is very important. Um, it's actually knowing how to probe, you know, how to get in there and listen to your client. And people will tell you anything that you need to know if you have good communication skills and if you find a compelling reason to ask for the information that you're seeking. Maybe it's to seek information to know how to approach uh, a company as far as timeline or who to contact. Because if you always want to go to the decision maker, as quickly as possible because they're insulated. They have doorkeepers that are trying to keep you from uh, talking to decision makers. That I know for a fact that uh, one uh, gentleman that I wrote a, a story for a magazine, that this, this is the head of a large organization. I'm talking like 20,000 employees. And he gets pitched all the time on LinkedIn and he responds. He responds and he even buys from different people that pitch him on LinkedIn. And so do not neglect uh, making those necessary contacts on social media to pitch your product and service. But there's an art to that. You get a lot of pitches and I get a lot of pitches on LinkedIn, Vicky. What is the thing that you don't want to do on social media? Well, you don't want to give out your, 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 um, your strategy. You don't want to give your strategy, but but it's like you don't want to do a crass pitch vomiting all over someone that you have no relationship with. You're not going to be taken seriously. You got to cultivate the relationship by following them and see what they're into and maybe even contributing or making a comment on something that they posted that you know something about or that you can provide some value. Absolutely. As opposed to just being a crass pitch. Yeah, I know that when I was in sales, you know me, I want to be friends with everybody. Yeah. It's like, this is I, this is my job, but this is not why I'm really, really here, you know? So, and I think it's so- You're a connector. Yeah. That's why you're so well connected in the community is because you don't focus on, on the gain right up front. You focus on establishing the relationship, getting to know the person. Absolutely. It's all about the relationship. And I genuinely do care about the person's- um, needs, right? The person's um, not just, you know, when I did sales, I mean, there was different types of sales that I did, but it's always about literally being realistic, not overselling. I mean, I've, I've had that happen quite a bit with salespeople who right. when it comes to salesy, you can tell when they're actually fresh, the egg was just cracked. Yeah. It was like, you know, that is disturbing. Anyone ever have that? Let us know, please. I want to hear about those stories as well. So, I mean, I just remember at one point, I was going to sell a home just because, I mean, I knew what that home would sell. Mm -hmm. Okay. I knew kind of what the market was doing and the person was kind of like kind of new and was really trying to convince a salesperson. That's one thing you don't do. You do not convince a salesperson when it's time to sell, right? When it comes to homes. And so it was just the the house was being so, it was um, undersold, Victor. And um, I waited a year. And do you know, within that one year, the house was, I had an offer for like 
double, almost wow. double the price. But because I didn't feel right, I just did not feel peace about selling the house. And um, you know, it, it was, but it was a good deal, right? It was going to be a good deal in his pocketbook. And I was like, no. Yeah, he was more interested in the sale as opposed to looking out for your interest. Exactly. Fiduciary responsibility. Exactly. You have to have that. I mean, if someone says no, respect it, move on. Timing is everything. You just can't get in there and expect to get results or, hey, make someone buy the product, come to, you know, receive your services. It's you got to know when to back off. Vicky, we live in a digitized world. Oh Talk to us about sales tools and technology. These document, days. document, document. You know, I ran a team in one of the businesses, you know, um, that I supported. And um, that's a big deal. You know, it's it's tracking trends. We talked about KPIs. We talked about documentations. I mean, many companies get into lawsuits or can if if they don't have proper documentation. But documentation serves for many reasons. You know, you know your conversations. I mean, who can remember? You know, Big Drive. I don't right. remember what I ate yesterday. Right. But you have to remember your clients. I remember, I mean, my clients thought I was just so unique because- they're like, how did you remember my granddaughter had a, you know, uh, fell off her bike? I'm like, well, I kind of documented that. You know, she didn't know I had yeah. a database. Yeah. But, you know, it just reminds me why and what we discussed, what we talked about. When did I talk to them? What did we say? And so it was just really good to have a CRM, not just for, tr you know, tracking the dollars, but is tracking yeah. that the conversation. I'm going to date myself here as uh -oh. a boomer. You never heard of Harvey McKay, have you? Harvey McKay? No. He wrote the book, uh, How to Swim with the Sharks Without Being Alive. Without Being Eaten Alive, okay? okay? So one of the things that he says, he's real big. He says is you need to develop a file. I'm talking old, old school, okay? <laughs> a file to where you file everything about that customer of yours. Anniversaries, divorces. Correct. Uh, in the news, uh, and his philosophy is people don't, once they know how much you care about them, Absolutely. they don't care how much you know about them once they know how much you care about them. Mm -hmm. So again, it's like having a record so that you can always relate to them. You can always do a, a tickler file uh, nowadays with uh, CRM uh, platforms like uh, give us some names. Oh my gosh, there's so many out there. It depends on what you're using. One of the bigger ones is Salesforce. Salesforce. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're not like doing any commercials or anything on Salesforce or any, but there's so many products um, that are out there. Um, but yeah, Salesforce has been one that um, I don't want to even do a commercial on it unless yeah. they want to. A sponsor. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. Salesforce and you're out there. Call us. Exactly. Yeah. But the, but they're a great tool. I use them at two different organizations. Yeah. Same here. Same here. Very excellent at tracking. Yeah. Very excellent with data metrics and what have you. So we're going to jump in. And we are going to talk about, well, we did talk about the importance of having it. So, so important to have your customer, your your CRM, again, um, management, you know. What can you tell us about customer relationships? The customer Cust relationship? Management, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's the same, what we just talked about, you know, you're always tracking your next steps, what you're going to do with the client, what are you going to do with. Um, retention, retaining, you know, those loyal customers. Um, and so basically it's just, how are you going to handle complaints? 
I mean, you're, that, that is so important to have a, a good quality CRM system um, to, to, to track those relationships. And another thing when it comes to tracking relationships is how are you engaging with established customers or interested prospects on social media? I know some companies that they don't respond the same day. Imagine that. Mm. Someone is making an inquiry, and in today's day and age, if you don't respond almost in real time, at least two hours after they put an inquiry, it's too late. They've already moved on to something. Yeah, and what's really good is just to go back to your customers for feedback, and that's where you go back for yes. who do you know. Yes. You go back to who do you know, who should I call, give me five people, give me your sister, who's your mother, who's your brother, and you just basically, you know, I mean, if they took your service, purchased your product, did whatever they did, that's they're happy they with you. Yeah. They're happy with you. Then, you know, that is such having that CRM tool is such a valuable resource. One of the things we do in our sales training, Vicky, is role playing mm -hmm. because we we teach a technique, we teach a principle, and then we have salespeople role play. Mm -hmm. Why is role playing important? Role playing is to overcome those objectives, right? You, you role play and um, gosh, I mean, I remember this last job I had. I mean, we role played until we turned purple in our face. Uh, but it's so valuable because it gives you confidence to speak. Role playing gives you just um, any circumstances, objection that would come up. And basically um, a good manager, managers, if you're listening and you want to see production out of your people, role play with them. Yes. You know constantly you know i mean managers should know that product yes i've seen companies victor where managers did not understand the product didn't understand how to get out there but when they sat next to their subordinate you know it was one of these things that they couldn't understand and i'm like dude you're not out there get out there right watch what they're doing understand so you can overcome those objections and um but it's so important that you know if you're in those leadership management roles to understand the sweat that your people are actually out there doing. Vicky, what do you have to say about continuous improvement and development? Oh. Why is that important? Why? So find out where those gaps are at. Yeah. You know, we are about gaps, right? So when you find where those failures are at, and if your company's failing out there, please give us a call. We want to hear from you. You know, getting feedback, whether it's from your internal, external company um, customers, so important, Victor. And so, if they don't, their competitors will. Exactly. If you don't do it, that's right. Competitors will. I mean, you, you know, you want to get constant feedback. You want to grow. You better know. Yeah, exactly. You better know. You better know what's hot, what's not. Is that enough show, Vicky? I think it's enough show. I think that's enough for are you guys. Are you guys tired of hearing from us? I can't hear you. Somebody <laughs> say something. I'm just joking. I'm having fun. It's the new year, right? Yeah. Who's excited about the new year? Last year? Well, yeah, I, I am. I'm like, man, January is just wild. You, you were dancing. I was dancing in Jan <laughs> December, right? Yeah. You know what's so funny? Speaking of dancing, there were times I would get in front of customers or prospects. And um, of course, we're in trade shows, Yeah. even in my hills or what have yeah. you. And, and Or I'm out there with um, my customers. You know, I worked a lot with... Um, with um, seniors or what have you, or no matter where I'm at. People say, well, I hope I don't forget about you. And I said, well, you won't, because um, you probably can't because I won't let you. And they said, what do you mean? I start dancing for them. 
They say, you start dancing. They say, yeah, you're going to remember me. I'm an, I'm the girl who does a happy dance. So I get out there and start dancing in front of the world. And they're like, well, what are you doing? I said, I'm giving, you're going to remember me. And then so when I called them, they said, who are you? This is Vicky. Oh, you're the happy dance girl. Yeah, exactly. I said, did it make you happy? Yes, it did. So anyway, it's that's what I was talking about. Being sticky. It's like people remember you. Yeah. People remember you and they think of you. Oh, yeah. They yeah. It's just you want to leave an impact where you go. Leave that impact. You know, let them know who you are. Any final words, Vicky? Oh, my gosh. Could give us a call. We want to know. We're lonely here. <laughs> <laughs> No, pictures lonely. You did take a workout stuff at three in the morning. I'm lonely around the track. Like somebody come talk to me. I love to talk. Anyway, um, but I like to listen to you. We like to listen. Victor and I, um, we we're passionate about what we do. So it's really nice to have a partner, um, to to want to elevate, escalate. Yeah, and empower. So we're here to help. And those will be my final words. If you're an organization out there existing, um, need a hand, uh, need some networking, need need it, anything, a part of this the part process. You heard the whole sales process. We are here. You want to, you need to find prospects. You need to go out there, you know, learn to close. You want to get some feedback from your employees, build teams. We are here. Staffing. Hey, why not? I'm going to make an offer that they can't refuse. Give us a call. We'll put on a introductory, complimentary, two-hour sales training to where we come in and we give you the secret sauce that that you again you won't find in books, you won't find you won't find in in in, in trainings because I bring to the table we uh, yes <laughs> yes. Sorry, I I I'm not used to. I'm not I used. used to, I, it's not I escalate, bro. I'm not used to we <laughs> since I've been. You, you're since I've been a, now, it's we. Yeah, since I've been alone, told me that. I will train you how to profile people so that you instantly, you instantly know. We will train you guys. Oh, what kind of person? Yes, they, Vicky is actually learning uh, how to profile people uh, from uh, the training that we're doing in law enforcement. So you can quickly know how to communicate with someone. Listen, if you are out there and you're listening, please call us. Uh, one thing that I will share is if you're out there, please. I mean, you know, doing this class, Victor, right. is there a minimum number of participants? I would say 10. We need to have 10 people. And if your company has only two people, we'll go find another company that has eight. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. We want to touch as many as we can. To train. I mean, Victor's, we, we, not just Victor, the VIX. Yeah. We are giving two hours. Yes. So please give us a call. Visit us, email us, weescalate.com, weescalate at gmail.com, or feel free to reach out to us at 832-859-3987. Send us a message on Facebook. There you go. Do whatever you got to do. We're here. We want to help. All right. And that's going to do it, friends. Until next time, go out and escalate.